and a very big welcome to our today's episode of the Life Alchemy podcast. Um, today, um, I would like to introduce myself, Sarah Yukman, and Ros Palmer, and uh, Hema Bakshi. Morning. <laughs> so we have It's been a while since we caught up, so it's really nice to see everyone's faces. Um, so today, in this episode, um, what I thought would be really interesting, and it's something that is quite new to me um, and I've really kind of heard about this in the context of copywriting or scripts or films and what we're talking about today is the hero's journey so the hero's journey um, was um, kind of explored by a guy called Joseph Campbell and he wrote a book in 1949 and it was called the hero with a thousand faces. And basically what he did is he analysed and looked over lots of um, myths and legends and stories. And he found um, a way of categorising them. And he found this standard structure um, that could fit into every single uh, story that he found. And he broke them down break them down into 17 stages and it's kind of like a little a loop of a journey so today obviously we don't have much time to go into every single detail of every single minute minute uh, stage but you can categorize them into three kind of chunks so three like key phases so I'm just gonna um, just go over each of those phases so the first phase is the departure so the departure said so this part of the story of the hero's journey is where the, um, the hero, he starts in his ordinary world. So everything is kind of normal. It's fine. But then he receives this call, this call to an adventure. OK, so normally he might be or he or she might be a bit hesitant, a bit oh, not sure if they want to take this call. But then some kind of mentor, some kind of like guide um, comes to them and helps to convince them to actually, yeah, you, you know, it, you can do this, like go for it. So, so then they accept the quest. Um, and then it goes into the second phase or stage of this journey. Um, and this is where the hero ends up in this new world, this unknown world. And they start to begin uh, facing a series of tasks and challenges so they go through um, slaying different enemies or, you know, whatnot or um, lots of different things until eventually they get to the climax of the story, which is where they come together and they pull together everything they've learned on all of those tasks, all those, all of those kind of smaller obstacles that kind of got them to where they are. And they need all of this to help them overcome the biggest enemy, the biggest obstacle the kind of uber scary thing. Slaying um, the dragon, I think they call it. Slaying the dragon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're pulling everything together that they've learned. So this is, so they, and they overcome, or maybe they don't always overcome or, you know, but um, they receive a reward. And this takes them into the last phase, which is the return. So this time they now return back to their ordinary world, but their ordinary world slightly different and what they're bringing with them this time is a lot more wisdom a lot more strength um 
and kind of like they're standing taller and stronger than they were at the beginning before they even took on this quest. And then what I find really interesting about this is that applying it to your own life and sort of considering, oh, well, where am I at? Where am I on this journey? And it reminds me of, I just find it so interesting. And it started to be used quite a lot in the coaching um, and personal development area um, to help the clients kind of look at themselves as well and where are they on their journey. So what I wanted to do is today is really just kind of ask you guys, um, uh, start with you, Ross, is kind of what do you think of this hero's journey? And if you could, if you're happy to share, if you could place yourself in one of those stages or phases, where would you put yourself? Well, I love it. And I only really came to it recently in terms of a coaching tool. Um, I think I was um, unconsciously using it as a coaching tool because particularly because I'm trained as a hypnotherapist, um, a lot of ways that you hypnotize people is actually through story, actually. Um, You know, you take them on a dialogue journey and and use words quite cleverly uh, to to make them understand. And Milton Erickson, who's probably seen to be like the godfather of hypnotherapy, he, everything he did to put people into trance or to get people to understand things was really about story. And so for six years, I've understood the power of story in a therapeutic and coaching context, but hadn't really joined the dots because my background is that when I took a career break um, in the early noughties, I, having sold my PR company, I actually went on a screenwriting course in New York. Um, and of course, screenwriting, like you say, you know, it, I think literally day one is hero's journey, you know, and you look at all these movies and you think, oh yeah, yeah, the, the Lord of the Rings. I mean, I don't think Lord of the Rings was out then, but you know, you're right, you know, all those classical stories of the hero, often a very reluctant hero. And I think that's the important thing. Often, you know, you say you get that call to adventure. Often they're really the one going, no, I don't want to do that. Not me. No, 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 no. Somebody else do that. Um, Or it's almost forced upon them. And so in terms of personal life, divorce, um, something you go through cancer, uh, which, you know, you and I have both been through, Sarah. So I think sometimes the call to action can be less than graceful. (laughs) It can be something that's almost put upon you, or it is something that you feel compelled to stand up and do. Um, And so, yes, I think I'd been seeing that in my own life. I'd understood it from a story context and a literature context and a movie context. But only recently have I really used it consciously as a coaching tool. So where am I? (laughs) Very good question. Um, well, without sounding grandiose, I do actually think I'm sort of at the end, endy bit, really. Um, I think the hero's return, I would also say, uh, doesn't usually involve bunting um, and, and, and crowds of people going, yay, well, you, well done you, you've come through it. Well, um, I think it's more for me a realisation that you make about, um, yes, I have been through those things. And I, I think... 
you have a whole series of little journeys. You know, a whole one day can feel like a journey. You know, it's like it's going quite well, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this fantastic thing, and then the dragon appears, and you're like, okay, got to slay the dragon, and then it all feels like, why did I do this? You know, you're in the chasm or the belly of the whale, as they call it, and then you persevere, and you know, you get through the day, and and maybe the hero's welcome is going home and watching EastEnders whilst eating beans on toast. You know, so I I, I think it. Can can be so I, I do see it like that but in terms of where am I I'm definitely I've come through most of those shows and and really for me it was I was being reflected in other people's eyes and they were saying to me things like Roz God you know all that life experience you've been through everything you've done you know I love learning from you and I love your wisdom and I you know I didn't exactly feel like Gandalf but you know there was a point where I, I kind of thought oh well it's all been for a reason then <laughs> so yeah I would say I'm there <laughs> oh brilliant I, I, I love um I think that's so important that you picked up as well um that when the like the call to action comes or the call to adventure comes sometimes it can be yeah complete totally forced upon you like a health thing or something or yeah it can be absolutely something that you choose like if there's some kind of injustice and you think do you know what I'm gonna do something yeah. about this um so yeah yeah thanks Ross what about you Hen? and me so I think the hero's journey is quite interesting um in two different ways so there are times when I've worked with clients and it's almost easier I think to apply the hero's journey as a coaching tool when you're working with other people because you can guide them through a process where you know as you said there's different stages of the journey and get them to look at who are the mentors around them or what the challenges they're facing I think you know that is quite insightful so I work with lots of different people that are running their own businesses on a one-to-one basis and it's a really useful tool. I think when you turn the hero's journey sort of back on its on yourself, um, I think it then gets quite interesting. So I think for me, I, I feel like I'm definitely not at the end, nowhere near us. I'm nowhere near the end. I think I've got past that first stage where you've got a bit of a calling, you meet a bit of a mentor. For me, like... I remember somebody said to me, and I think I might have said it before, and I know I've said it to, uh, I know I said it to you, Sarah, the other day. I remember somebody said to me, you know, like when I look at you, I was at my old job, and somebody said to me, "Oh, I really look forward to seeing you because when I come into the office, like you light up the room normally and you shine and you talk to everybody, but lately when I look at you, just like a dim glow." Oh, no. I, thought, I know, right? I thought I was not born to be a dim glow, and. Um, What's getting funny you that t-shirt for christmas <laughs> <laughs> and what was funny is this um when i was thinking about this individual because it was that sentence that morning that made me think i need to do something about it and i made the decision like i didn't know where i was going i didn't know what that was all about but i knew i had to make a decision leave and make something i don't know do something different uh interestingly the guy that said that to me at our christmas do i also dressed him up as the genie from Aladdin and we were doing our like thing. so he was like actually a real life genie um I'm very grateful to him so anyway so I I feel like I passed that stage but I do think as much as like I'm really enjoying what I do and the people that I work with the clients that I work with I still think there's a lot of sense making for me to happen um so I'm going through that phase where I'm reflecting on everything that I've been through I'm reflecting on 
what's happening at the moment, yeah. looking at how do I make sense of this new world that's around me? And I think that is something that can't be rushed. Um, no. Yeah, and so a part of me, there's a big part of me that always wants to rush to an exercise, complete it and finish it in an hour and then go, there we are, Today, I figured it out? That obviously this does not work like that. Um, but I think on the other hand, if I accept that you're in a new world, there's all kinds of things you're about to uncover that you haven't yet that you, you haven't yet seen and I think that's really exciting so I think it's a bit of a reminder to enjoy the process and trust that it's a journey you'll move forward and it doesn't really matter how quickly or slowly um but there I'm, I feel like I'm in a state of exploration I think I'm going to uncover things that are really uncomfortable um and that I'm sure I will resist and there's other stuff that I just didn't know was there and I'll think why didn't I see it yeah, um, and it might be uncomfortable. Stage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, in yes. fact, it will be uncomfortable. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. would go as far as to say that. So yeah, that's I think where I am. In whether you call that the whale's belly, yeah, or that's where I am. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank you. And I think it's so interesting, and it's something that when I, because when I look at like in the coaching at. Uh, context and I look at the clients and I can see and I can plot them on the on the hero's journey and um and I think this and then applying it to myself I find it kind of gives me a sense of relief as well because like you said Hema like you know that you're it's going forward and I think one of the powerful things about if you apply the hero's journey um to your to yourself so if you're in a real like the deep darkest times like really really struggling and you're like ah because there's one point I think just before the climax where you know the hero it's like the hero's gonna die like you know when I watch a movie you're like oh my god they can't die but you think you know they're not gonna die but it looks (laughs) like they're really gonna and it's like on a personal like uh, like ourselves when we go through something we think do you know what I'm so overwhelmed I just can't cope I can't cope but somewhere somehow you find this inner strength and you and you continue forward so I think applying like looking at your own life uh, against the hero's journey for me personally I find it like really comforting because you know that you are you know you are going to be moving forward and and actually this is just something that will pass and um, oh and um, because because like there is like the hero's journey on a on a bigger scale, right? And it's always like depending on what perspective, like the perspective that you're looking at your own like hero's journey. So uh, when you're in it, it can feel like it's like the big, it's the big one. But then later on, maybe you go through something else, and you're like, actually, that was just a little one of those little tasks. Yeah, that was a this is the big yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. You can almost go through it, you know, re- yeah. re- rinse and repeat. You know, yeah, rinse and repeat. Um, so I'm I think. Gonna... So, oh, sorry. sorry. Um, no, I was just going to say. So I think on reflection, I think I'm somewhere. Right now, today, if I was looking at my whole life as a, yeah, the last 10 years or whatever, um, I think I'm kind of just about to return. Mm. Um, So, yeah, feeling a little bit uncomfortable and like, yeah, Mm. maybe a bit shell-shocked, but like, oh my God. Um, And then like, okay, right, I'm, I'm kind of going back to this, normal ordinary world but it's not quite ordinary it feels a little bit different 
Well, the point is, if you return different, it will be different. And if you've been through the hero's journey, you will return different, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's the, I think that's, you know, you go through that phase of the unknown. Mm. Um, and, you know, as human beings, we're wired to like what's familiar. Familiar equals safe. Unfamiliar equals scary. I might die. I, I don't know what's out there. And so you've been through all of that, but of course it changes you. That's the whole deal about the hero's journey. So even if you literally go back to the place you were before, it won't be the place you were before because you're seeing it through different eyes and you're yeah. turning up differently. Mm. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say, oh, just on that, um, Roz, is, um, and then that strange world becomes the ordinary world. And then you're like, oh, this is like, you know, yeah. just until the next thing that comes along. Like, well, sorry. Look at the last year about how strange the world has been and how quickly, yeah, we, yeah. How quickly we accept it's kind of normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, Sarah, you were saying, um, you said something. I feel like I'm now just going to, I feel like I had a profound thought, but I realise I am maybe just re repeating what you said. But one of the things, and maybe just because it's really relevant to me right now, is that you can look at the hero's journey. When you look at it through somebody else's lens, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Because it's interesting. You, you can observe, you can look in, you can help guide, support somebody through that. When it's yourself... If you're going to really, really embrace that process, it's not something that it's something that you experience and that you feel. And the best way to feel in like to to make sense of what's going on for you is to feel into those emotions, even if they're really uncomfortable. And I think um, I was doing an exercise just recently around kind of you know significant moments that have happened and there's very different forms of doing this like on a timeline peaks and troughs of your life that kind of thing and I've I have to resist from doing it in a very linear fashion or in a very practical fashion and I started doing it and I was like well I did this and I did this and I did this and this happened and this happened and it was only when I sort of stopped doing that for a bit and went back and I thought, well, these aren't the significant things. These aren't the standout. How you were. Um, yeah, th this is not how the significant things that had a real mark on me, good or bad. So I almost needed to scrap what I was trying to do and start from scratch to look at, you know, what were the big things that made a mark on me or had an impact? What did I learn? What was I feeling? Like all of those things. And I think just taking time to do some of that and experience yeah. it, I think, is a, the key to unlocking, I think, some of the clarity when you're in that whale's belly. I think that is um, profound, just so you know. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Golden nugget. I, I follow somebody on Facebook, and I know her, but I haven't seen her for a long time, who's into Tantra and kind of everything she goes through, she talks about sitting with it. And, you know, I'm not being uh, pejorative, you know, but there, there were times probably years ago I'd go, well, I haven't got the time to sit with it, you know, like, I'll just on. quickly analyse it and move on. Um, and, you know, and yet I know as a therapist that you can't go around your feelings, you have to go through them. And just recently I had quite a big fallout with a friend, a very old friend, and... You know, you get that just before you go to sleep, sadness and, you know, those feelings and rewinding the conversation and all the rest of it. 
And last night I just lay there and thought, I'm going to feel how I feel and I'm not going to analyze it. I'm not going to justify it. I'm going to grieve in a way that that was how it felt. And that is hard to do, but it's incredibly healthy. So that is incredibly profound what you just said. Yeah. And actually just like, um, uh, following on from, from that Rose is similarly, I had um, a difficult conversation and um, with someone and then they said they couldn't really understand why I was feeling like, like, like since having that hysterectomy I've, I've kind of I've been doing that and I'm like I'm going to feel it and all of this stuff's coming out even though it's been something on the cards for like 10 years and I was talking to someone and, and they said yeah but you always put your head in the sand like, don't you think that you do that? Mm. And, um, and I said, yeah, but it's when you're ready, isn't it? Because it's you've got to be ready to to yes, it has to, to be feel yours. those feelings to process it. And that's yeah. probably the hero's journey. It it has to be kind of of your time, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and as a coaching tool, we always have to be careful. I've got clients who are in the belly of the whale. Um, it's not much fun, actually. Um, and I can't say to them, oh, but next week it'll be fine. You know, it, that belly of the whale might go on for some while and it'll be their time and their evolution. But I think at least just like you say, being authentic about, well, this is where I'm at. Again, back to what you said, Hemmer, I think it is incredibly profound. That is the, that's the deal, isn't it? I feel like I've taken the, uh, the what do we call Chris? Yoga, the, yoga. The, the Geordie. Yeah. The Geordie I've, I've, I've borrowed it for today. Yeah, you're the, you're the honorary, you can have the Yoda. We get, I think Excellent. we should get a gold uh, Yoda, you know, a bit like an Oscar and like we can be awarded. Hand it over, it's yeah. Time. And I could turn up in a dress. You can have it today. <laughs> So, so thank you so much, um, ladies, um, and thank you everyone for listening. Um, it's been such an interesting conversation. I hope that whether you're a coach or not, and um, that just really exploring this the hero journey, I highly recommend just doing some extra like research into it. Um, it's it's uh, really powerful and, and very useful as well. Um, so um, before we go, um, I'd just like to ask you guys. If you have anything else for our listeners, anything from who to follow or any advice or anything that you'd like to, to leave? A quick who to follow would be if you want to be a bit more spiritually out there. There's a woman called Carolyn Mice, M-Y-S-S. And I remember hearing her years ago when actually I was going through a really terrible time, a real proper my entire life just felt like it was in the belly of the whale. And she talks about just being and 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 how much change you can make in the world just by being your authentic you and some days if that means literally just getting up and showing up that that's enough and I remember hearing her you know how sometimes you just hear the right thing at the right time and it's called spiritual madness spiritual madness because you feel like you are going mad at times um and that really got me through so I would recommend her Oh, thank you. I would say um, when I thought, when we were going to talk about the hero's journey, I did a little bit of uh, Googling, I was looking on YouTube, and there was a video, I think actually maybe you sent it, Sarah, about a 
I think it was Joseph Campbell. Actually, I don't know who it was. But some this is now going to be who to follow, and I'm not going to tell you who to follow. But anyway, the quote was "Follow your bliss." So um, I'm sure we'll find it. Google, <laughs> find it. Google that. But basically, in this video, it talked very much about you know like that path of you know being following your bliss and not deviating from that. Really, just following where your your heart is really, and I think taking time to explore that when you're sitting with stuff taking time to explore that I think can be a really powerful thing don't rush it take your time um because I think it can be super rewarding if we give it the space it needs um so yeah, follow my own quote that I've stolen from somebody else. <laughs> um thanks him I think what I was going to say is pretty much pretty similar to, to you which is really just that knowing that this too shall pass so um you know, like we all have a tendency to do, I, I definitely do, is the whole, okay, I'm just going to analyse this. Okay, that's what it, oh, right. Okay, I get it now. It makes sense. I'm just going to move on. But it doesn't really work because <laughs> you need to allow your emotions and just like, just let it percolate and like process it. Um, and when you're doing that, it's just trust the process and just know that this too shall pass. Um, and, you know, what Ros said, you know, just show up as you are um don't try to be any feel forced to be anything else or forced to perform um and that's the the most wholesome and healthiest way to move forward i'd say so um, thank you very much um ladies and thank you everyone for listening and we look forward to um you join us on our next episode uh, so it's a bye from me goodbye from me <laughs> goodbye from me Yeah.